Hi, this is Marcus from Rhapsody, a part of the Hopewell Valley Student Podcasting Network. Every podcast in the network is written, recorded, and edited by Hopewell Valley students. The views and opinions expressed in these shows are the opinions of the host and may not represent the opinion of HVRSD. For more student-generated digital content, go to the Hopewell Valley Student Publications Network at www.hvspn.com. Today's episode is a deep dive where we'll be listening to the 60s protest song, I Ain't Marching Anymore by Phil Oaks. Now, on to the show. The song starts fast, with a tempo or speed of 120 equals a quarter note. Now, a moderate speed would be from around 80 to 100 equals a quarter note, so 120 is quite fast. The song continues with a steady rhythm, and rhythm is the relative spacing of notes. And the rhythm is active, which means it changes as it goes along. So you'll hear the first time it has this rhythm, then the second time around, the rhythm might sound similar, but it changes slightly to this. The notes in the song are parts of a D scale in Lydian mode. And here's what a D Lydian scale sounds like. What that means is the notes are, you take a G major scale, but then instead of starting on G, you start on the fourth note, D. So everything's shifted up four notes. That Lydian mode gives it the unique sound that's not quite major or minor, but somewhere in between. The instruments used in the song are just guitar and voice, so very simple. And the former structure of the song is A, B, chorus, C, D, E, chorus, F, G. So you start out with the verse, verse, and verses are just, you have the same notes playing in the background, but it's uh, different lyrics. And the verses tell the story of the song. And then you have two choruses, and the chorus is the theme of the song. That's the part you might no, it might even be in the name of the song. And the chorus in this song is only played twice instead of in between each verse. And normally you'd hear it between each verse. For example, in like a Christmas song, uh, maybe Jingle Bells, you hear the verse, then the chorus, and then another verse, and then the chorus again. But in this song, he only, he only chooses to have it there twice, so it doesn't get boring to the listener. And it makes it not quite traditional, but Oakes doesn't really care because he's not really a traditional composer. The instruments, the topic, and layout of the song all make it a folk song, but it's also a protest song. The artist and composer of the song, Phil Oakes, was born in El Paso, Texas in 1940 to a family that didn't care about politics. He went to Staunton Military Academy as a teenager, which is odd because he's very anti-war in this song and in many of his songs. He then went to Ohio State, where he formed his political opinions and his love for folk music. His first album, which is a group of songs, like a book of short stories, he wrote when he's only 24, which is really young. This song was in his second album, which he made only one year later, in 1965. The Vietnam War started, for the U.S. at least, in 1961, and it ended in 1975, so I Ain't Marching Anymore was finished four years into Vietnam. It was quite an unpopular war, because you had millions of of young Americans being sent to some war that a lot of people didn't really believe in, and there was burning of draft cards and a whole lot of other protests that happened. And this is an example of a protest song. Other protest artists include Bob Dylan, and Oakes and Dylan were compared frequently, for they had a similar style and actually knew each other, but while Dylan was number one, Oakes was probably number two, not in skill, but popularity, for he never really stayed that famous. If you listen to the lyrics, it covers almost every war in U.S. history. It starts with the War of 1812, 
Goes to World War II. Where I flew the final mission in the Japanese skies, set off the mighty mushroom roar. But it ignores Korea and Vietnam, and that that begs the question: Why? Maybe you could say that Korea was too small of a war for the U.S., and Vietnam was part of an everyday life. The thing was, he lived during Vietnam as very much part of his adult life, and it was talked about a lot, especially by him. It was very relevant. But it hadn't ended yet, so who knew what would happen? Instead, Oakes talks about the Cuban War. Now the labor leaders screaming when they close the missile plant. United Fruit screams at the Cuban shore. If you're at all familiar with U.S. history, you'll realize there never was a war with Cuba. But around at the time of the song was the Cuban Missile Crisis, which was a conflict over nuclear missiles being stored in Cuba that caused many, Oakes included, to believe that there is about to be another proxy war between the U.S. and the Soviet Union over Cuba. The song has a catchy tune, but is bluntly anti-war and anti-older generation, which makes sense, because Oakes was a younger artist. It's always the old to lead us to the wars, always the young to fall. He uses simple chords, or groups of harmonizing notes, in the song, and in the beginning he uses somewhat standard chords, but towards the end, it ends abruptly and unexpectedly. Normally you'd expect a song to end on tonic, or the main chord of a scale, which in this case would be a G major chord. But instead, he ends it on another chord, which causes tension. If it had ended on tonic, it would have resolved and sounded finished and complete, but by not using tonic, it sounds like it should go down a note, making the song sound unfinished. We may have talked about I Ain't Marching Anymore a lot in this podcast, but there are so many good verses I didn't even have the chance to cover, so if you're interested, definitely listen to the full song, which can be found on YouTube or Spotify, among other platforms. Thanks for listening. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at HV Rhapsody for all the latest updates on our new episodes and links to all our podcasts, vlogs, and blogs.